Welcome to Wednesday Comics. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and Supercon 2018, Return of the Con. Keep turning those pages. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, we have the Joker himself, Alex. How you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from me, we have the Riddler himself, Garrett. How you doing? Oh, he's the Joker. Oh, okay. We can switch around. Come on. To my right, we have the Riddler himself, Alex Pastrello. How you doing, Alex? Riddle me this. And across from me, the Joker himself, Garrett. Garrett, how you doing? Oh, hey, bats. And I am your penguin. My name is Marvin. (laughs) And we're here with the Wednesday Comics Podcast, a comic book podcast where we review the week's comics this week, 1-30-2019. The last Wednesday in January, we'll review some books from that Wednesday. Also, at the end of the show, we're going to play a game that... uh, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. If you're uh, are one of our YouTube listeners, I can't put this episode on YouTube because of this game. Yeah, because they have an auto uh, finder thing that's going to tag these songs and take that video down anyway. So I'm not going to do it. Um, but first up front, we want to talk about some news because this week was hot with the DC uh, movie news. Uh, after the success of that Aquaman, uh, DC's in full gear trying to get this shit on the road uh, that they've been hold, holding back on. I think actually, I think this would happen. I think they've been holding back on this shit and see how Aquaman did. That shit tanked, they were going to fucking reboot the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But since it didn't, they're like, all right, move forward with this but, shit. <laughs> but they're not doing a shared universe anymore. It's more yeah, so that's what I mean. they're focusing on they're the individual where to go. Yeah. And so since that was successful, they're like, all right, let's go ahead and do these, but we're going to do it by itself. So the Batman, the some things were announced for this. Uh, 2021 Release date summer 2021. Wow. Uh, ben Affleck is passing the torch to a new generation of Bruce Wayne. This is from Deadline.com. Uh, Which is the polite way of saying you're fine. Exclusive. <laughs> and he said good luck to whoever takes it. Yeah, uh, that's PR, dude. He's probably still going to produce it. He was a producer on it. Oh, so we'll see. He'll be involved. Uh, Warner Brothers is dating their next rendition of Batman for June 25th, 2021. Is somebody's birthday around there? Somebody in June? Yeah, all know. right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody who has a birthday. I meant like... Oh, I'm sure there is, but no. I meant like here. somebody that we know. It sounds familiar. America's birthday is like a year, a month after that. Like two weeks later. All right. This is the one that Matt Reeves has been attached to as a writer and director. Ben Affleck, we hear, will not be donning the Dark Knight's tights after playing the Cape Crusader in Batman v Superman, Don Justice. Suicide Squad and Justice League. Well, he got three in. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's everybody, anybody besides Christian Bell got a three in. Um... <laughs> They're, uh, not, they're not Alfred. Good. They're not good. But the okay. guy that what was his name from the original eighties? Oh yeah, yeah, Alfred Molina. That was not. Uh, and that's because this movie will focus on a younger Bruce Wayne. Reeves boarded Batman in February 2017. So this movie's gonna take four fucking years going. All right, taking over for Ben Affleck, uh, who was originally set to direct off a script he wrote with DC's Jeff Johns. Affleck, we understand, has a busy plate up ahead. As Deadline exclusively broke, he is starring and producing the feature. Um, Kate Alice Marshall's novel I Am Still Alive, which Universal won in it. Yeah, this is talking about his other movie now. The Batman will not be based on Frank Miller's Batman Year One comic, which is one of Reed's favorite in the Cape Crusader, Crusader canon. Um, 
That's the whole fucking article. How do you just end on that? Uh, there was another article where he actually had quotes and stuff. Uh, let me find that article. But first off, let me ask you guys while I look for that article. Uh, Gary, what do you think about this movie just basically uh, taking a left turn? Um, I think I'm way more excited for this than I was for Ben Affleck's movie. Yes, he was doing it with Jeff Johns, but I hated the idea of Deathstroke being the villain for Batman. It just sounded, as soon as I said it, my excitement went from like 100 down to like 40. I don't think Deathstroke versus Batman is exciting. I just think that's a boring choice. Um, so I'm excited that. And what I've seen about this is that Matt Reeves is trying to have a lot more of the rogues established in this. So there, are, I mean, this is a trilogy. It's planned as. We'll see how that happens. I know. Well, it's Matt Reeves from Rise of the Planet of the Apes and all that. So oh. I think I think he has potential to have a good story, cohesive story between three movies. Um, is it going to be the Dark Knight trilogy? Absolutely not. But I think it's going to be. You know, that was the thing with Christopher Nolan's trilogy it was like trying to ground it in reality i think this will like what excites you about batman is him taking on these psychopaths and super villains and things that a normal man shouldn't be able to face yeah and i think that's what's going to be exciting if they can really expand the rogues gallery i like that there's more of a focus on the detective angle um yeah so uh, i can't find an article where his quote is but his quote was basically that He's a world's greatest detective, but we haven't seen that in the movies, and that's kind of the aspect he wants to bring. He wants to bring like a noir detective kind of vibe. So it's not based on year one, but it is based on an early Batman, so but you know, year one through five, around there. Like he's into it. He's been doing it for a second, but he's not brand new to it. So. Which you you never I mean, yes, you see kind of in Batman Begins, but you see that for like a month he's Batman and then boom, a year later is Dark Knight. Yeah. Like I want to see like I'm I'd be excited if this whole trilogy takes place, yeah, in the first couple of years that he is Batman. And not see him age so quickly. Uh, I think that's exciting. Another movie uh, that was... And no CGI fighting. Like, I want to see legit taekwondo, like martial arts, which did not happen with Ben Affleck's Batman. Another... You know what they could probably do, actually? They could take that Deathstroke and put him in Titans, the TV show. Well, that's what I saw. They were planning to do that. Maybe they just pivot. Yeah, it makes more sense. Uh, I doubt Joe Meganello will do Titans. uh, How do you know? Maybe. Maybe he was on True, True Blood. Blood so. yeah. uh, James Gunn officially in talks to direct WB's The Suicide Squad. Uh, this is not a I thought sequel. it was confirmed. No, he's still in talks. It's I saw it confirmed on like all the others. Uh, CBR. Oh, and... no, here we go. What the? Officially in talks. A few months ago, the talkie New York Network reported that James Gunn had been brought into WB to write the sequel to Suicide Squad which was really originally in the hands of Gavin O'Connor, but that fell through. Now we have official confirmation that Gunn is also attached to direct the film. Yeah, he's okay. good. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that not only will Gunn direct the film, it's not even considered a sequel anymore, but instead a relaunch. Warner Brothers has dated the film for August 2021, coinciding with the release of Batman, or excuse me, Matt Reeves' Batman film in June uh, 2021. So basically, James Gunn is going to write and direct Suicide Squad. It's not a uh, sequel anymore. It's a relaunch. They want to relaunch this thing, which makes sense for this group, I think, because Suicide Squad always had characters in and out. Yeah. So you well, can really. I did say, I did see quotes from James Gunn. He said, almost most of the Suicide Squad from the first movie will not be in it. Of course. What are you going to. You probably have Will Smith come back. Yeah. That right. dude is a moneymaker, and you probably have Harley Quinn come back. Yeah. Right. The, everybody else is different. Right. Which. That's you know fine. what? If we're going to say, yes, we're going to yeah, say, that's cool. pretty fine. That's fine. Those two if, were probably the best. If is in that movie, I'm not going with it. Other than, the, other than the makeup for Killer Croc was spectacular. Yeah. But I don't want Killer Croc so, on this team. question here. Uh, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of Galaxy 1 and 2, and then uh, 
kicked off of those movies by the president of Disney himself because some old tweets came up uh, about some jokes, and I guess you can't joke in this day and age. <laughs> so, um, well, it wasn't in this day and age. It yeah, was 10 years ago. So, right. so <laughs> um, uh, that we have. And then, um, so first off, and now he's doing this movie. So we have somebody who already has proven with uh, kind of a group team that he can make movies. A, so I want to know what you guys think about James Gunn making this movie. Two, also, uh, who would you like to see character-wise uh, join this team? Uh, Alex? I think James Gunn having this movie actually really amps my excitement. I loved Guardians 1 and 2. Oh, and also, what do you think about relaunch, not reboot? Re- it's fine. I think that the original DCU that they had put out had great hopes, and they kind of rushed everything, and it just kind of fizzled out into nothing. So is Aquaman right now still part of the original DCU, or is it part of... Yeah, they talk about Justice League. Okay. So but that's it. It's like a brief thing. Okay. He said you fought Steppenwolf. That's it. Okay. Mara says it. I, I'm actually fine with the reboot. I think they need it. Uh, I've found most of their movies to be tedious, other than probably Wonder Woman. I haven't seen Aquaman, but these boys say that's good. It's good. When I it comes it. out, I will I will either rent it, or I'll just throw out the 15 and buy it. Who knows? Um, I do think it's worth it. I would buy it. Yeah. I, th- I think this is one of those movies that needs a, a facelift, and I think you also need new characters, which I know you're going to ask, who do I think needs to be in it? Uh, I want King Shark. Obviously, Harley Quinn Dude, or Deathstroke. Uh, I think so Batista is a huge fan of James Gunn. He wanted to leave Guardians 3 because James Gunn getting fired. Dude, Dave Batista as Bane. Bringing a Secret Six character? Yeah. I can get that. I That's mean, fine. yeah. We, I mean, it's the same. He's been on the Suicide Squad. Bane? Bane? Yeah. I don't think he's been on the Suicide Squad. I thought he was on Secret, he's on sure Secret he Six. I know he's been on Either Secret way, it doesn't matter because we got Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. So, like, they're not, yeah. they're uh, yeah, not afraid they're on, to mix right. it up. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, David he says Bane. That's a name. That's also a good choice. Um, who else we thinking about? Yeah, I really wish they could recast. Uh, Maybe a Killer Frost. Well, that'd be cool. It'd be fun. Put a little Frost power in there. Who play? I what's the character's name on the Suicide Squad? That's like the human that cop guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, oh, in the uh, the guy. I know who you're talking about. He played yeah. RoboCop. Not the actor, but the actual character's name. Oh, uh, uh, Rick Flag. Rick Flag. Yeah. Oh, the military guy. Okay. Right. I thought you were talking. I about wish that. they could. Re- I wish they could recast him because I think he's a great character. You don't like that this- guy? I mean, he's fine. He's fucking Robocop. He's fine. But if better I mean, alive, you're coming with me. Yeah, but then they're gonna pull an enchantress, which I just think was the dumbest part of Suicide Your Squad. Your move, on. creep. <laughs> well, that whole that whole thing was ridiculous. Ugh, that's not, gives me that first creeps. movie. All they needed was them to go on some missions and to fight some big baddie that wasn't a mystical being. No one gives a shit. Will Whatever. Smith, 100 percent back. Um, thank they, you for your need, cooperation. Who'd be the funny guy? Who'd be the funny guy? I don't want Boomerang. I don't care for Boomerang. Unless Ooh, I do. I did like him. Heat Wave Captain and Captain Boomerang. Cold. Ooh, Captain Cold. I like that. That's a little dynamic that you could have on that team, and it can make some. Yeah. That'd be good. I like that a lot. Maybe no no Killer Frost if you're going to have Captain Cold. Can't do two powers like that. No. Uh, but then maybe bring in... Um, what's a female villain? Maybe Poison Ivy. Do that shit. Dude, huh? Who cares? Like, bring her yeah. in. Which would be weird then when Har- uh, Harley goes over to Birds of Prey and Harley and Poison Ivy's a bad guy. And Well, maybe you can use that to be like, they have her, because obviously they're good friends. Yep. You show that up in this movie. And then uh, maybe she shows up in Birds of Prey because she was in Suicide Squad. So. Well, maybe Cheetah from Wonder Woman 
Oh, know, whatever fizzles out of that could happen, and so that could still be your connected universe, but not necessarily having everything forced together. Uh, are we getting a Birds of Prey uh, trailer for the Super Bowl? Might be that teaser came the out. The teaser came out. I just said coming soon. That was the dumbest teaser I've ever seen. Really, I like that. No, teaser. I mean, I, I liked it, but it gave me a stroke because I'm like, you could see literally half a second screen. Oh, yeah, 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 it's a teaser. That, that's a t- true. That's teaser. a true teaser. Instead I haven't of, watched uh, it. Wait for the trailer. Instead of yeah. these three minute teasers I've been seeing, that's not. Teaser, I doubt. I doubt they're going to spend the five million to get a thirty second ad in the Super Bowl, but uh, who knows? Um, but the uh, <laughs> the other one you didn't mention is the Super Pets. James Gunn's doing uh, DC Super Pets. About that. What is that? So basically, all the famous Super Pets like Crypto and Jinxie and um, all the other ones. Titus. Tita, Titan. Or Titus, Titus. Titus. Yeah, he'll be in it. Um, I Bat think it's. Girl. I think I saw it's going to be an animated movie. More importantly, you know who you need in there? Bat Cow. Bat Cow? You can make an you appearance. Need, you need Bat Cow. But I think potential that could be like... I'm not. I'm again. I have no idea what the plot could be, but I could see like the Joker fish being the bad guys, or like the hyenas, and like things like that. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, I think that'd be more of a fun animated adventure. But I think real. I think real. (laughs) If it was live shot, I don't think it'd be nearly as good. Yeah, you have the right to remain silent. Hey, um, hey guys, uh, you missed one. Warner Brothers developing an animated Batman Beyond movie for theatrical release. I did hear about this. Uh, Sources tell us that DC's response to Sony's incredibly successful animated movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, they're currently targeting a 2022 release for a movie basically Batman Beyond. Well, have you heard the buzz? Like Everyone's going nuts because Kevin Smith brought up this idea about what if you made it so in batman beyond uh michael keaton played batman again and you did batman beyond he's like you'd make a billion dollars easy um but now it's their solution i feel because there's just i've seen it all over the places let's do this animated movie and everyone's like loves that and i even saw will Friedel, who plays terry mcginnis in the original animated series he wants to come back uh, maybe Kevin Conroy would be interested if they're doing it that way. Otherwise, maybe they'll get a new cast. I don't know. But that is such a fun story. And that's exciting. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, he spoke about, because he saw storyboards, uh, originally Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah, that's the right one. Yeah. I was getting him and Scott mixed up. Uh, had the trilogy from Justice League planned out, and he had storyboards and everything, so he showed Kevin, and Kevin came out and told him everything how it was going to go. Basically, it was going to be like this huge movie. Uh, at the end of the first movie, you would see Darkseid. Second movie, they'd go to Apocalypse to fight Darkseid. That's when Green Lantern would show up. Um, in fact, originally in that trailer where he was talking to somebody, Alfred, we were trying to see who it was. It was Green Lantern. Oh, really? Uh, they said it wasn't Superman. Well, you're uh, right, because there was a green glow. Like and they we said, let's hope you're not too late. That was Green Lantern. Um and then the end of the trilogy would take place in a post-apocalyptic Bruce Wayne that he saw in that nightmare thing, uh, where the world's de- decimated and the League would have to gather together one last time to fight Darkseid and the Apocalypse. So the second one was going to be a movie where Darkseid won and everything with the shit. And the last movie is like post-apocalyptic, being like, okay, let's get back together and let's kill this guy. See that? I mean, say what you will about Zack Snyder. I mean, maybe he's I mean, a victim who of circumstance. That but is, <laughs> I could say that, let's make that movie too, but I can't execute so, on it. Oh, so. So that idea sounds great. I don't know if that would be... I mean, I heard of that Green Lantern thing, and that's the only thing at this point. I'm going to print out that trailer and uh, hold that above my bed because that, that's the only Green Lantern I'm getting for probably about 10 years. Probably. By the way, all these plans for 2021, 2022 almost look weird to me because I'm almost like, that's the fucking future. But that's like two years it's from a, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I thought... Uh, I thought they're working really hard on the development of those the Green Lantern Corps movie. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that movie's still coming, but it's going to be a while. Yeah. That's not, obviously not one of the first next ones. I think uh, Healthy America 2030 will make it. Anything you say me. can be used against you in the court of law. Um, I love RoboCop. It's my favorite fucking movie. And not that one with uh, the guy. I was making a joke. He's not a RoboCop. Peter Weller is RoboCop. Uh, nice move, kids. What's your name? Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, why we got some comics? comics to we talk got some about. comics to talk about. First up here, we have uh, Captain America number seven, right? Uh, Any keyword on art? We have Tennessee Coates on uh, script writing. I can't think of a word. Uh, Captain America. So I have a little clue. I'm going to clue you guys in. If you've been listening to our forecast, which I hope you are, uh, be- and before the podcast, I let, let the news know in this room. For weeks on that forecast, I've been like, where's this fucking Captain America, boys? And then finally, I saw it here. I was like, dude, it's been forever. What? How long when did this book came out? And I looked, and I was like, oh, I guess it came out last month. So today, I go to read number seven, and I'm all digital, baby. So I go to read number seven. I download that baby. I click on. So there's two ways you can start your books. By date, by when you purchased them, or when they released, or by series. So I uh, put it by series. And I click Captain America. Usually I have it on that one where it's the most recent one. Uh, and I saw all of them. And I saw four issues didn't have a progress bar all the way. And so I clicked on the first one that didn't have it. Realized I'm actually four issues behind. So uh, no wonder I don't think this book is coming, coming up because I'm four issues behind. It actually has been pretty consistent. Just not. I haven't made consistent reading. Dude, when you told me that, I was saying I read issue to issue and I'm caught up. And that feels forever. I can't imagine. How hey, you dude, feel I was like, wondering. This book's so good. I've only read the first Two. Three issues. I was like, where is this thing? Um, I think even if you go back to our best book of the years, I'm like, this thing has came out in a while, but I'm waiting for it. Uh, I had them. <laughs> but, I mean, at that point, what do I have had all of them but up to six? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I, I, I still basically had three to read. So I read four in a row, which is a great way to read this book. Uh, I really still really enjoy this series. The last issue I really did love, number six. This issue here, we have... Uh, any keyboard on art, we have some more of the story where we see that uh, they resurrected Alexander. Um, and he is by his uh, lover, wife, I guess. Um, Something. Female friend? Yeah. She that kind of takes a sideline in this story, though, I would say. I read them all together. So you guys can tell me exactly. So issue seven is all about, it starts out with um, Zemo and... Um, no, no, no. Baron Strucker. 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 I yeah, Zemo. Right. I didn't read that one. Baron Strucker and the Lady of the Evil yeah, Syndicate. The Sorceress. Yeah. Um, they're talking about basically making this super prison for Captain America. It's like, is it going to hold them? And then uh, what's what's the fucking name? Who? Strucker? Uh, Strucker. Uh, he's like... Um, hold them long It'll enough. hold them long enough. Yeah. For what your plans are to come to tenure. And basically what happened in the end of last issue is they find out that Thunderbolt Ross is dead. We never see it as we never the reader. We never see it, yeah. We're just told that he's dead. Oh, dude. They, Which I don't believe for a fucking second. No. And they say, so they did an autopsy. They saw that basically he got struck in the back with some sort of like thing that was really uh, hard and uh, snapped his spine and adios. Which, first off, for me, that's the best way to go. You Instantly, you're dead. So if he actually, so at least he did get tortured. True. And the last time we saw Ross, uh, according to what Cap and Sharon saw, uh, and also, Black Panther was there, so maybe they should bring him in. Um, the, he had uh, re... Uh, what do you call it? Basically, mine... Uh, mine uh, washed? Washed these... Uh, brainwashed. These uh, soldiers to be like Nuke 
and uh, go out and start killing people. So he was part of that. Um, but And so that's why Cap is mad at him. He's like, you betrayed your soldiers. You betrayed your country. And then now he's dead. So like you probably did it. And also the the weapon that killed him. That's, that's your shield, baby. And uh, so he's deciding to, whether or not to turn himself in. And he goes, if you don't, you become a fugitive. Um, I think that was the end of the last issue. And uh, decides he's going to be a fugitive. And Bucky's going out trying to rustle up some uh, clues, see what the fuck's going on. Are you still talking about six or you're talking about seven? Who knows? Seven. Okay. Well, seven, he decides to turn himself in. I know, but while he does that, that's what he says. He decides to be a fugitive, which is turning himself in. That's not fugitive. Fugitive is when you're not being caught. Well, fine. <laughs> he was. He, he did he's say sack, he's he was becoming angry. a prisoner. That was in six. He decided he was going to be a fugitive, and he had right in seven. He's like, I'm okay. I was like, no, I thought we're. Ta- I don't know what book we're talking about, but we're, we're talking First about first off, two things about this book, right? Because I read four in a row, so I'm going to re- I'm going to review this the best I can because you know my memory. I don't know which one's which, but Andy Keeper's art, I do know. Uh, looks Adam. great. It's Adam. No, right. it's Andy. It's Adam. Pretty sure it's Adam. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, That's a lot of us correcting each other. There's Joe, Andy, and Adam. Joe's dead. Whoa. He wow. is. That's, that's Adam and Andy's father. Jesus Christ. The Joe Kubert school. God, but you got to say it a little. Yeah, put some fucking respect in your voice. Jesus Joe's dead. Christ. Boom. <laughs> Adam Kubert, Frank Martin on colors. Hey, Frank Martin. I haven't seen him for a while. He used to do the colors for uh, uh, Black Science. Adios. Um, <laughs> I loved it in this, uh, how the way it looked. I like uh, uh, Francis Yu, uh, but this is a little different, but it still fits. I think the coloring ma- I mean, it matches the style. Frank a Martin is yeah. a good colorist. Yeah. Um, it's this, a little more dreary than normal. I like right. the way that the story is kind of evolving that both sides uh, aren't entirely right. Like this girl that we're um, seeing, uh, the one that. I think uh, her name is Celine. The girl. Celine, in the yeah, I think that is correct. Celine. Which one was this? Is this, 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 is the, this is the girlfriend. Yeah, okay. Celine is like basically trying to do this because she was part of the resistance against Captain America. So she's like, this guy does not stand for this country. I don't understand why people are coming back and saying, oh, he's back. It's not. They're forgetting. And she's going to rile everybody up to take back this country. And, hey, but Marvel forgot because every time I read that that intro page where it's like someone, some evil person wearing Cap's face, I'm like, Steve Rogers, you mean? Like, this guy's <laughs> fake. That guy's real. Uh, so she talks about like this country has been taken over by people who don't care about their citizens, billionaires who are stealing all their wealth. And so she's not coming from a bad place in that mindset. But also Cap, this Cap here that we know, he also like has. So he's fighting against that image that he got from Hydra for the people. He's trying to do all this stuff so that way he can overcome that. But what happens when you actually have an aggressive force like this fighting against you because they don't believe you? And why would you believe him? Like, why would you believe someone who was Hydra and say, oh, actually, a guy's now a new person? And be like, what the fuck? You look the same exact thing. Like, I wouldn't believe it. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Um, so, also, like, what I find curious, and we've talked about this multiple times, so I won't go on and on about it. But when you really think about it, like you were just saying, Steve Rogers is in jail. <laughs> this, right. is, this is some dream guy <laughs> that came to life, which goes back to my, uh, if you go back to that Roots of the Swamp thing, uh, not Roots of the Swamp, Saga of the Swamp thing episode we had, I had a conversation because basically like Swamp Thing clones gets cloned into the Swamp Thing and this basically is a clone of him. So is this actually Captain America? Like you really got to think there's a lot of I wish I'm, I'm hoping that that Cap Steve Rogers in jail breaks out and we have a storyline with the two of them because I'd like to examine what makes this Steve Rogers like why he why does he think he can take over and why is everybody OK locking up a person like if Garrett got locked up and, it, and I, I celebrate his clone. 
Like, wouldn't I feel? What, doesn't I feel fucked up that the clones yeah. out there wearing your fucking skin, being like, "I'm Captain yeah. America," and he's in jail? Right. And that's the thing too. It's like, but I feel like Marvel Magic. They're never gonna. Address I hope. It ever I hope. I said we were being too logical about them having to tell. In this us book, stuff. they talk about it all the time. So I hope he comes back. Right, but they talk about it like you. If you read it the way they present it, it's like someone wearing Cap's face. But it's like that is Steve Rogers. He got corrupted. There's no way about it. And then the Cubics basically cloned the good part of Captain America, and and then he's like, "I'm I'm Steve Rogers." I'm like, Captain do you have America. a dot under your eye? Which like we've had some time since what? then. So I've been kind of thinking about this a lot. Uh, why didn't she just uh, un mind uh, brainwash him? Instead of being yeah, a, yeah, I know. Why plot progression. <laughs> I guess they just wanted to make a new character. And like when uh, this is also another side by when is Sharon gonna get young again? Like I, I mean, is she gonna she's gonna die of allsies here? Oh well, Jesus, <laughs> you're on a fucking roll tonight with old people. What? Um, Sharon uh, is great. She's fantastic. I really enjoy this issue a lot. And at the end, we get the uh, super uh, hero team of like uh, Spider Woman, of Force, Daughters of Liberty, Daughters of Liberty. So, um, which Sharon goes up and is like, hey, we need to fucking take this into our own hands. So I'm excited to see where this goes because I have no clue. Um, to see these characters in this book, to see some people I haven't seen in a while, like Spider-Woman. Um, and now mixing it up with Captain America with a Tasty Coats uh, story. Uh, I'm looking. For, by the way, that cover for the next issue, Prime. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I did like when Steve was turning himself in and Nick Fury's like, where's the shield? He's like, oh, shoot, I don't know. I kind of lost it. And like you can just tell Nick's just getting pissed, pissed, pissed. And Steve's like, well, I, I can't really help you. Sorry, ma'am. Man, you you know, I had my shield. I went, you know, went to the gas station and walked in for a can mark. You're gone. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's just shit. Knows? People are getting robbed all over the place. That's why I need to come back out there, right? I did have to laugh because Sharon is smuggling his shield in a backpack while heading to the Daughter of Liberty's uh, headquarters or whatever. And I'm like, there's no way that fits in that backpack. Ah, you <laughs> no. It changes size when it <laughs> no, needs to. It perfectly, it was like a, cu- it was perfectly just barely simple. outside of her frame. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that shield's way wider than you are. Again. How do you, how do you know that her backpack is in uh, huge? So like I said, Mary Poppins it's bag. I mean, it's, inside it's, it's bigger barely, than outside. It's barely wider. What if it's a, a bag of holding and it's huge? You don't it's know. It's not a bag of holding. Um, I enjoy this issue. This is an eye for me. This book's been fantastic. I don't even know what to say, really, but you should be reading this book. Well, I think the interior monologue of Steve Rogers' entire issue, like he's fighting a lot of uh, battles, and he was like, you know, he knows what's right, and he knows, he's like, I really shouldn't have to turn myself in, but because of where my image is, and things like that, and what I what people hope out of me, I have to. Like, if I don't do it, I'm going to tarnish my image more and I'm going to lose all hold of all of my ideals. I'm curious to know, does Nick Fury suspect that Sharon has it? Eh, possibly, you know, I mean, this is one of those things where Nick Fury actually seems to know very little of what's going on. Whereas opposed to most other times he is, you know what I on heard? the ball. Well, didn't he ask like, who were you with last night? Was that that was when he was getting interrogated. Yeah. Where, where were you yeah. at 10 o'clock last night? Right. When he was interrogated. Right. You know what I I uh, read? I read some spoilers for the next issue. Uh, Nick Fury hi- hires Robocop to nice. investigate. Oh so. my god, Steve, what is the shield? Do you need my help? Yeah, so they need some Robo Man. We got the entire Daughters of Liberty, of course. Uh, what did you give it? Uh, I'm giving it an eight. I would I would say this is a strong eight for me. Cool. Captain America number seven. But you read like all of them in a bulk, so I'm you sure were, that was you just read the, the whole arc. So nine. Hey. Nine. 
Get ready to wait again. <laughs> You're going to be a while. You know, I'm trying to get better at putting books on the list so we don't fall behind. Because this is a book that I fell four issues yeah, behind. Yeah, this on. is actually this is a great week, Alex, because a lot of these books, I was like, we haven't talked about these books in a while. So well, we haven't talked about books in a long time either. What are we talk about last week? We talk about every week. Well, not for that month of December. We're talking oh, speaking about of catching up, uh, next week, by the way, and I will reiterate this at the end of the show. But if you're listening, I don't know why you would skip this whole part. Possibly you will if you don't want to hear about Captain America. Uh, next week is a special show. We won't be doing. We pre-recorded it. Uh, in the episode I do tell you to pre-record it because uh, my son should be coming next week and so we're, I'm take, we're taking the week off but we did uh, make you a nice little present it's a nice little episode of us catching up on books and talking about them we go through probably what like 13 books 12 give or take yeah, yeah. Uh, and talk about books it's just book 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 talk um, about books we haven't talked about in a while so listen to that if you want to hear some books you're like hey they used to let's talk about this book and they haven't talked about it in a while it's probably in that show so I'll tell you this I talk about um I forgot what I talked about. <laughs> we talked about books. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, what else are we getting? West Coast Avengers number seven, written by Kelly Thompson, art by Danielle D. Nukulo. Sure. Sure. I could mm-hmm. be right. Uh, oh, it's this. Red Bull. So, I took a drink of this Red Bull earlier, and it smelled like somebody, uh, I don't know, like this word, but uh, release some gas. Right. Um, and I was like, holy shit, what happened to you? Did that cat? Um, and dude, I was smelling that, and I was like, I don't want to say anything. I was like, Someone shit themselves. But this smells. All right, I'm gonna gonna keep drinking it. (laughs) I'm gonna keep drinking it. I'm pretty sure. Is that like? I mean, that's the Red Bull smell. Jesus. (laughs) So we were on the last issue of this arc. The uh, what are they? Masters of Doom. Masters of Evil. We got a team up of Madame Mask. Modok showed up. Got that. Uh, By the way, issue four was spectacular. Mm -hmm. Modok. Four. Meta this Mask. is issue seven. Yeah, he uh, said no, he read a bunch of them. But I read four in a row like um, he read. And I remember four because that was the, you the know end they of say, that first yeah? arc was great. Four in a row, tic-tac-toe, baby. Boom. Um, Brodock, out of here. Modonk, Madam Mask. Uh, at the end of the issue, spoilers, we reveal that Kate's father's also part of that group. Um, who else is part of that Eel, group? Santana. Uh, is Santana. Captain Oblivion, or what's his name? Eel. No, the Santana? Oblivion guy. That. Oh, Galvatron. Uh, or Galvatron. Gal- or no, Galvatron. You're talking about no. Carlos? Yeah, because Galvatron's from Transformers. Right. Galvatron, but it he also, but it was... Uh, Graviton. 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 But, uh, we all fucking suck. Oh, and then uh, her ex-boyfriend... Novar. Novar. Shows up. Marvel Boy. All, she, all he wants to do is have a little sex. Come on. Whoa. Didn't he say that in the book? He just asked, can yeah, I sleep he, with you? He asked if I can sleep can with you. Can I sleep with you? And she's like, if you didn't kick me in the... F- you're lucky I'm letting you stay on the couch because you kicked me in the But face. he meant, let's... Come on. Bang around. He put it in that schedule. Uh, it's in the schedule for her. So, uh, but the boyfriend, what's his name? Come on. You tell me that guy doesn't show up. You don't put that in your schedule? Look how like he's buff. He's got nice hair. Uh, I can't remember the boyfriend's name. Darwin? Nope. That's from the X-Men. But it's the same character idea where he touches things and he can turn into um, stuff. He's like, whoa, bro. Yeah. It's some really... Ca- Hunter? Oh, no. no. Jackal? That seems no. Go ahead. I'm still wrong. I'm still. Now I'm going to look for it. The art by Carmen Dijuminto really. Uh, uh, I love his art on Flash, so it's good that he's on this book. Um, what? Carmine? Dan- nope. nope. Danielle Di Nicolo. Oh, who did Carmine? Di- oh, he did Odyssey. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> this is like whose lines anyway. The book welcome, that he, the book he didn't read. <laughs> welcome to the game show where points don't that? matter, and we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, listen, about. I got a fucking kid coming. <laughs> 
I, I've been it's, fucking getting this house ready. Hey, that's just excuse. That's a week away. And uh, <laughs> I've been, yeah, for the last three weeks, getting this house ready. Trying to light a fire at work ass. right now. The shit's overrode. And, then, you know, we're doing comics. This is my only release here, so I'm not being. Anyways, West Coast Avenger 7. <laughs> anyway, so we're, the, the whole team is uh, in some cages. Uh, this evil douche canoe team is uh, dropping them. They've actually lost their powers because Modoc made some sweet ass machine to, um, to dampen them, to weaken them. So that's the only part about this issue I didn't like is them fighting a Megacraft on like robots. Yeah. That was kind of lame for me. Um, but I think the way they worked as a team was great. All except one person. Who? Quentin Quagmire didn't do shit. He he protected, uh, what's the girl's name? Ro- not Rosalind. Uh, um, America Chavez? Nope. No, the girlfriend? Yeah. Oh. Face. Ramona? Ramona. There you I go. I think it is. And he's protecting Ramona. Made that bubble. He goes, guys, I'm not here to give bubbles and shields to you guys. It's my sister. But to be fair, in the True last point. issue, he did use a lot of his power yeah. to fight. And I get that. But in this issue, barely worth being on the team. You can't judge Quentin. Doesn't he? I did. Doesn't he Quentin blow isn't, the water? Quentin is an Omega level mutant. If well, he wants to fuck shit he needs up, to re- fuck shit if up. he needs to recharge his batteries, please do it somewhere else. But the amazing thing is that he's so very well, he listens well to Kate Bishop, someone who has no powers other than superb aim, and he even says it out loud to Gwenpool, I think in issue five or six, goes, um, don't tell Kate this, but that uh, amazing aim of hers, top notch. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I do surprisingly like Gwenpool a lot. I thought I would hate her. Um, but she is way better than I thought she'd be. She makes a lot of puns about what she used to be able to do. She has no idea what she can. But I love that she punches this tiger shark in the face. Mm-hmm. Actually, it looks like a great white, but it's a tiger shark, I believe. And she goes, I don't know how long I'll be able to punch this tiger shark. Really? When I judge these sharks, these sharks are stupid. <laughs> they keep going right in front. Did, did that melt your heart when that little dog tiger, the little dog that, shark, like was started sprinting towards her? I was just like... Oh my god! I was I in all honesty. <laughs> then when you get that last little part, so an issue before she finds a kitten mm-hmm. as they're fighting this robot um, gridlock, this bad guy, and she finds this little kitten. And at the end of this issue, um, Kate goes, "Man, I really shouldn't have gotten had her get rid of that kitten. Now we're stuck with a shark dog." But it's awesome. Who's going to eat? Who's going to eat Lucky? Yeah, could happen. And this tiger shark baby thing smiles. So, what do you guys think about this series so far? This book is effed up, but I actually really enjoy it. I was a little weary about this book. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep getting this. I think the first issue then, was super wordy. It was super wordy. Yeah. And you, it didn't seem like the team flowed. But I think after two arcs under the belt, I think this is probably one of the best team books going out. And I think it's just so fresh. Again, this book does not have any other involvement from anything else. And that's what makes it special. That's what the whole East Coast is about. East Coast is crossover territory. This is our story territory on the West Coast. I, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, no, I agree. This book is one of those, it seems very um, hipster is what I'm going to say. Because again, this, this book really doesn't follow any kind of ways waves of doing anything. You have this random set of team members. Uh, I, was, I was, I don't know. Is this book going to be good? This book is superb and Kelly Thompson really does a good job of bringing these characters to light and actually carrying on from what she had started in Hawkeye and just blown it up. Um, I am very surprised by the comedy element, though. Like, I'm not surprised because, like, Kelly Thompson killed it with the comedy. But I thought Clint Barton this issue. I was dying. It was great. I was dying. He was, like, mocking the cameraman. And there was a part that I was talking to Alex before the show where the cameraman, he's like, oh, kind of convenient that we all got caught in that trap, but you guys were nowhere to be seen at that point. And... I don't know, somehow <laughs> the guy, he asked him like a yes or no question and uh, Clint's like, no, that's what I thought. 
And it was just like, uh, just, I'm not saying it at all, giving it any justice, <laughs> but there's one page where the cameraman is interviewing them about what happened. Yeah. And Clint Barton just fucking roast the shit out of the cameraman. I'm excited to see where that part of their story comes to light and to see either who they're working for or when they shut them down. Uh, we also get Ramona. I think it's Ramona. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's Ramona. Um, Ramona in America, they start dating, blossom their love a little bit. Um, that's how that's they how, make out a little bit. That's how I want my first love to have been: is to tell, <coughs> excuse me, teleport into a place, holding up this building, making googly eyes at each other, and then boom, teleporting back out. Oh, we also didn't talk about how she America cuts those Hellfire dogs in half by. Doing like doing the thing in, in Avengers Infinity War where like it goes halfway through the portal and then it closes out the portal and like, snaps them in half. I yeah. was like, it's pretty brutal. Well, they talk about so she's lo- losing her powers and she goes, well, let's teleport everybody out. Oh, I can't, guys. I can't get this thing to open wide enough for us all. If I can't hold it, you guys will either teleport to somewhere I don't know or you'll get cut in half. All right, let's cut these bad boys in half. That was cool. Um, but yeah, like you said in the beginning, Marvin, like we got this new evil team. Um, and this was Modoc's plan with the with the robots. He said that. <laughs> no, but you were saying all the people on the team. Yeah, because he's going to name them. That's why. Okay. Well, still. <laughs> well, I want credit where credit is due. Sometimes I say okay, good Alex things, Alex brought up that there's evil people in <laughs> a superhero book. Good job. Thanks. Um, uh, uh, by the way, I haven't really spoken the whole time here because uh, I wanted to see what you guys thought of this book. Uh, two you, things. Did you read it? Two th- I didn't read this book. <laughs> book was shit. Two things. Two things uh, first. Uh, the MCU, there's rumors that their next... Uh, the way they'll go with Avengers after Infinity War is doing West Coast Avengers. So I hope we and there's rumors that they're trying to do uh, like younger Avengers. So Kate might show up, which is great. I actually like to see that kind of dynamic on screen. Uh, for me, this book, I really do enjoy it. However, uh, per issue, I don't know what it is because per issue, I feel like I need more. So I wonder if maybe this for me would read better in trade. Probably. <clears throat> but I do enjoy it. It's just that I feel like uh, I don't know what I'm looking for in it. But there's, you know, with the uh, Hawkeye, there was the art was Leonardo was fantastic with that. Yeah. The art in this is kind of uh, it's just it's there. There's not really <laughs> anything that great about it. Uh, it is. I mean, it's great. It's good art, but there's nothing really special about it. Uh, the writing's excellent. Kyle Thompson is excellent. Um, but I feel like for me, I just I like the characters and everything. I don't know. I think maybe I need to go back and read it again. Like the whole thing at once. I think just reading it one by one really doesn't do it for me. I think even if he had read where I was, because this is the end of this arc. Because you were done four back to back. Yeah. So I think that's so why I finished like, the last arc and then I went into this for three issues. And it really was, I enjoyed it a lot, but I thought a part of it for me was, um, and I think where I was having a hard time was the, when an issue ends and you start into the next one, they kind of throw you into the middle of something else. Not necessarily like a fight scene, but just a, a conversation. It's like, I don't remember where we were coming from. And that's even coming from someone who's read them back to back to back. Um, great book, but I can understand the the weariness of not knowing if it's going to be worth your time to read an issue to issue. What issue was this, right? Seven. Seven. See, I was pretty close to dropping this book around issue two or three. But then issue four, mm-hmm. it really reels you back in and you're just like, holy crap, that would have been a huge mistake. Well, and there's there's fun things in this book where, okay, so in, in arc one, they have these 200 foot tall um lady warriors who kind of turned into animals and actually i really enjoyed that arc um but one of the one of the girls doesn't want to turn back into a human and so they kind of give her the option going if you want to be this giant dragon that's fine but you can't eat people you can't destroy tokyo you can't do all these things and the dragon lady's that's fine so 
okay, this is weird. Like it's weird for weird sake. Right. And I think maybe that's what I kind of enjoy about this book. There isn't any rules on what you can or cannot do with these characters. I think whenever uh, the trade comes out, if it shows up on Hoopla or Comics Out Jail with it, I'll read it again mm-hmm. and catch back up. Uh, but I really do think I need a refresher on it. I'm going to give it a nine. Like it, it was one of my favorite issues of the series. Nine for sure. Um, eight. It was a very strong issue for me. I really did enjoy it. Um, maybe not as strong of as, as an ending as I had hoped for. It was, I mean, it was, it was it satisfactory. Was, I seven for me. Uh, it's good. Uh, the end, yeah, I would agree with the end because when it was her dad, is like, no shit. Who else? Yeah. <laughs> Who else is going to be in this team? That's the only thing. There's no, there's no surprise. And I, uh, Madame Mask is fine. I get that there's this rivalry, but there needs to be something new. But the you nice know what? What's Madame Mask? You know what's with Madame Mask? We were in Hawkeye when she first showed up with Clint Barton's Hawkeye. I'm great with boats. Uh, it was a fun issue, but it's like, dude, she's been in that yeah. book forever. Like, let's do something. I, not that I, I mean, she's fine. But it'd be but like having Joker in else. every issue of Batman. Yeah, yeah. There are other villains to choose from. Even right. if you got to take these subpar villains, bring Modok back. I mean, Modok already had his whole arc. Uh, I love the reveal of he used to be the sexy, you know, it was a sexy thing to, oh, what the hell is that? I yeah. forgot how fugly he really is. You know what I haven't uh, drink of, out of in a while? My Modok mug. mug. Yeah, I just put it in here all the time. <laughs> but you can out of it while we watch, do, uh, watch the podcast. Do the podcast in here. Uh, Garrett, what do we guess? <laughs> oh my gosh, what? Uh, we got Man Eaters number five, written by Chelsea Kane with art by Kate Nimshik. Yeah, it's Russian. Nimshik. <laughs> Nimshik. Um. Uh. So this issue, we have. Spent a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah. Basically, we start out with the group of girls that are wanting to be able to, um basically turn into these men. They're not like trying, they don't want to murder people per se, but they don't want to be forced not to express themselves. But isn't the government forced, like giving them this estrel pop Yeah, to- they are basically leading a revolution to be like, no, we're not going to do what you tell us to do. We just want to be So we went to the boys' bathroom to get this other drink that you get water. the boys because the water's estrogen filled yeah. when they drink it. It's bottled right. water basically with no estrogen in it. Estrogen free. That's so, okay, this is what I find bullshit, Okay. I was thinking about this the entire time I read this, and I've had a problem with this since the beginning. So, and I get why that infuriates the women, but there's no way they're having all these government regulations that girls can't do the certain. Th- but I get it. That's the point. I get. It. I know. I know. Especially like that. But, one, there's one scene where it's like school rules for guys. Yeah. There's only two things, and for girls it's like all the thing. Yeah. Because when you really think about it, like, what sorry. The, um, Door what, toe rings. What battery? Yeah. You need some battery. No, that's a proper cup. Um, get in my car. Uh. <laughs> Because uh, when you think about it, so recently um, for my job, I don't want to get too specific, but like something happens where uh, basically where we work, and we have to tell people the rules where we work, right? And But anywhere, in school, anything like that, there's way more rules that pertain to women than there are men, especially with clothing. So that's why that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That Like when that rule thing, it was mostly clothing, you know, don't wear this, don't wear this, don't wear this. And for guys, really, it's like... Don't wear your pants snap past your butt. Yeah, like wear wear a belt. Well, okay. Well, I that think makes the thing sense, that just right? pisses me off is like, yes, I get like our government and workplace rules and all that's like really fucked up, but it's legitly like, hey, girls, you can't have any estrogen, and then boys drink this estrogen infused water, and I'm like, first off, these are men. Yeah. Men don't Isn't want estrogen. Is not estrogen free water? Yeah, they're drinking estrogen free because yeah. the government's trying to make these girls turn into cats. What? No, I have the government's wanting to prevent them from turning into cats. Yeah, the, the estrogen that they take is making them so that they don't turn into cats. No, estrogen makes them cats. What's up? I think we're all confused at this point. No, estrogen 100% turns them into cats. 
That is confirmed. Then why that's why I'm super confused. But why are the boys drinking estrogen? Yeah, so now infused if that's the case, water. then I'm now confused because I thought the I girls know, were drinking estrogen. And that's what was turning them into cats, is that right. And maybe that may I guess it makes sense that these girls are trying to get water that the boys are drinking. Because I know that pomp is estropop or something like that on there. Right, which usually means that's in there. Yeah. It's not free. Estrojo. Est- but yeah. I don't think that makes sense. That's what I thought about this entire book. And Unless they're like, trying to make the boys be able to turn into cats to fight these girl well, cats. Well, no, because the estrogen doesn't affect men. Here, I get one of those ads in here. Estropop, sparkling water. Good for boys. Um, instructions. Oh, it doesn't even say, like, what is in here. Well, in the source, I mean, the whole series, it's been, oh, here's another if one. girls have estrogen. Estrol Pop, certified estrogen-free sparkling water from the makers of Estrol Pure Water for Boys. So it's estrogen-free. So estrogen free. So why is it Which said is, wait, Estrol it Pop? Because it's free of estrogen. That doesn't make any the, fucking yeah, sense. So the and water... Plus, what's the significance of boys drinking that when girls can't have estrogen? Because so, so since girls, during their period, are turning into... They think that the estrogen is what's making these girls turn into... Uh, the man-eaters, right? So the boys basically are freeing themselves from any estrogen, basically uh, this thing that makes women women because they think being anything like a woman is what's going to make you turn into these things. This sounds a lot like Bitch Planet. Hate so, on women, just hate on women. So that's what it is. It's basically being like, do not be anything like a woman. You're not going to mm-hmm. take any kind of estrogen. Take estrogen out of your life because the moment you have a little bit of that, that's what turns you into these devil <laughs> creatures. Okay. So Well, that makes more sense, but I just, th- I just think... <laughs> I wish there was another. I don't name think for the girls Astro drinking Pop. it really affect them in any other way. It's just they're trying to protect the boys, right. which is, I mean, the whole uh, the whole uh, crevice of the message of this is that they're doing all this shit to protect boys, and there's no rule for boys. It's always suppressing these females, especially like those rules have nothing to do with this kind of issue they have. These are rules you would see in a school. Those aren't rules that are really fake. You'll see that in a school, right? Boys don't fight, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, no bullying or something Some, like that, yeah. or something like I don't know. Do no, you think no joking around? Yeah, uh, no fun. No Do you fu- think this entire series is a big metaphorical fuck you to Marvel for not letting her print out that vision book? Uh, that and also I, I believe it's also a metaphorical fuck you because uh, when she was writing Mockingbird, mm-hmm. Mockingbird was a little bit about these things, and a lot of people were sending her like death threats because they, you know, like men's right groups being like you're against men. It's like no, I'm trying to point out the hypocrisy yeah. here that. Women, you're like, oh no, you can't wear those shorts and it's too short. Right. But yet, a guy, you're like, I would do whatever you want, right? So, yeah. like, why are you gonna, uh, you know, uh, police the way I dress because you're afraid that a guy's gonna look at me and be like, oh, that's too risque, and be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. so you're basically, you're policing toward you're making the rules for the guys. Okay, and that that's kind of what that it. makes it more clear in my head because I'm like, it's that's what all astro pop. When I usually say something and yeah. gr- and diet pop, coke is because it's diet, not yeah. Not because it's diet-free Coke. <laughs> That's why um, the this whole book basically is just an allegory for being like, all these rules are making to protect the boys. And when you really think about it also, like all those rules about not wearing this kind of clothes are to protect boys so that they don't become, you know, exposed to like, oh, you can't look at the female body. And it's like, okay, but girls, like guys can go and take out their shirts and whatever. And you're like, hey, no, no, don't do that. You know what I mean? So that's so what like, this book's really so about. So this issue does focus on that a huge amount because usually it just takes place in this men's bathroom. Or no, it, there is a yeah. wee story five months ago about right. how she first stopped taking the uh, stop started drinking the estro pop and she gets in trouble for it. Uh, and and they try to make her drink the regular drinking yeah. water, which has the estrogen blocker in there. Um, Explain one thing to me. 
So there was a, a girl on the toilet, Sophie N, Sophie E. Sophie E. Whatever, okay. whatever one. And she gets, does she actually get captured? Because that's what Maude is thinking. Oh, either she no, dis- she's just taking this- those things. Okay. She just disappeared. But then she's gone. So they're thinking that maybe she turned into the creature and like somehow. Well, that toilet was a hologram yeah. too. Yeah, it got away. So, so there's things that I'm, I'm, I'm not confused. We don't know. I, they don't know either. Okay. So okay. Uh, I think it's supposed to be confusing. So like where do they go? Like So I guess they're assuming that this creature, this man-eater that is on the loose killing all these things is her. Uh, is the friend yes, that was the in the friend. bathroom. Um, when as the reader, we actually know it's Maud. Yeah, very possible. We don't right. know for sure. That's what I think. I think there's just a lot. I really like this issue a lot, by the way. I, I like it, but I think there's a lot of writing gaps in the was, writing. No, writing-wise, I thought it was fantastic. I know, but they're... But the point is not the mystery. I know. The point is I know. Not the I know it's not, but there's just so many things that don't make sense. There's a lot of things that do make sense, but I think there's just like plot devices that I'm like, huh? Best page in this book was a two-page spread of the Scatmobile. That was uh, cool. You are here. And, and uh, Mod's dad apparently is uh, motion sick a lot. Uh, he's told don't vomit. Now, what are we looking at in the microscope is it looked like scales, like mm-hmm. a rainbow. Oh, my God, it's unicorns. And they said, is that one of those managers? He said, no. Is it a canine? No. And they go, it's something else. And then they figure it out, but they cut away. So we never hear that. So I'm sure we'll hear that eventually. The only thing this whole book confused me is that very last page, somebody going up and like knocking. And what's that about? Dan, so her dad is coming up and asking, are you ready? And she goes, I'm just about ready. So I don't know. It makes me wonder. That wasn't her dad. That was the darkness. There was something in the dark next to her bed. Well, that's talking to her? Yeah. Oh, her dad. Because her dad's the one walking to the stair. The He's panting, coming to her door, I thought. Yeah, but she's talking to the complete darkness on the left side of her bed. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that is her friend. Maybe she showed up and. Who knows? Like, like, this is like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm just, except for this there's book, just a lot of gaps in no, there. I like it. Like you're saying, I'm not saying mystery. it's bad. You Stop being so defensive. I'm get, saying get over it. I know you hate no. all these messages for women. So like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> hate dead people. Right, <laughs> everybody gets all. No, these. it's just uh, like women have no rights. I know. The, I think I know it's the title getting, for this episode already. I think it's getting too. There's just it's getting almost to the point where a lot of the concepts that are world building aren't making sense. You're not making sense to me. No. Estro pop does not mean estrogen free pop. That is dumb. Why not? Diet Coke does not mean that it's Coke. That's exactly what it's saying. It's like Diet Coke, so it's not <sighs> diet. What about caffeine-free Coke? So there's caffeine in that Coke. That's right. Yeah, but the front of those estrogen pops says estrogen-free pop, so. Then call it pop with no estrogen. That's not Mark. You're, you're not a Mark. I suppose that I'm, or Estro No. <laughs> Something <laughs> estro no. besides Estro Pop. That makes well, there's me one think. Estro Pure. That's the water, so. So it's pure water without estrogen. Well, well it's estro pure, pure of estrogen. So it's pure of estrogen. Okay. Or it is. Oh, that's pure. for the girls to drink. Yeah, that's what the fine. Estro no, no, that's for the boys. Estro, estro pure pop. Uh, this make is, a company. Out this of is it. a knife for me. I really love this book a lot. I really enjoy. It. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I think there's just again those well, little small details. Again. They just build up to annoyances. There's one page that was little. I was like, oh my god, look at all these words. And it's when her dad is popping in her head, telling her all these things, going, hey, if any of these things fit the moment that you're at, use one of them. Maybe these think are, of Alex. These are my, hel- these are my helpful day. dad hints. So one of these things, if not, talk to your mom. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> not, like talk to your mom. Six things on there. Um, 
Uh, I forgot what some of them were, but I remember reading it and like, yeah, it sounds about right. I'd do that. Uh, I'd give this a nine. I actually really enjoyed this book. I hadn't read issue four prior, but I know it's like a source book, kind of like what Lazarus does. Uh, I, I was excited for this book to begin with before it even came out. I'm so excited to see what this Panther looks like. Yeah, I'm excited for more plot development. I'm waiting for more man-eating. Yeah, it's been a couple book, issues. This book isn't delivering. It's been a couple issues. Uh, you know, we kind of fucked this up. You should have talked about uh, Skyward first. Why? So I could have read Heroes in Crisis because now I have to say Heroes in Crisis. Oh, shit. You're right. But let me talk about Justice League Odyssey and then you can do uh, Heroes in Crisis. You do Sky, whatever. Um, Boom. We got screwed. <laughs> uh, Justice League Odyssey number what? Seven? Six. Six? This is... Uh, Look it up. I don't know. I think it's Justice League Odyssey number six. I swear it was seven, but it might be six. I thought it was five. Um, Joshua Williamson. Am I correct? No, no, no. Okay, it is. Yeah, Joshua Williamson. Art by. I'm not sure. Oh no, Carmine Dutomindo. I just didn't mention a second ago. So we get (laughs) this this show. This is not facts. None of us have spoken a true fact all night about names. So if you're expecting us to have. Hardened facts, except maybe well, a writer. Hardened, not just hard facts. Hardened. Hardened facts. We got, hardened some, we got facts. some hard facts for you. <laughs> you know, this guy over here, he likes hardened facts. Go ahead. No, we're all wrong. Jane, uh, don't James. believe us on anything. Justice League Odyssey. So what do you guys think? I really did enjoy this art style. I like Carmine from yeah. Flash. So let's go back to what I was saying before. Um, uh, but Justice League Odyssey, we have a lot of Azrael on this issue, right? Um, yes. A lot of, a lot of, what's a little bit of Cyborg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some Rav- Cyborg. Not Ravager. Ravager. Ravager? I think it's Ravenger. I'm pretty sure. What do you guys not, think? Just the Odyssey, we're six issues in. I know five. It's five issues in. Uh, five issues in. I know for the first arc, which was the first three, um, um, I believe, or the first two, it was just a short arc. Um, we all enjoyed it. Two more issues into this arc. What do we think? Is this book you're still on board with? You're still enjoying, or is this a book that maybe is kind of teetering off, like the other two Justice books were? For us? I, I, I like, this was the best issue of the series. So holy far. shit, really? Yeah. Oh, I was 100%. I was actually kind of bored. During, like it was good, but I think the problem is that I want that Sajic art, and that every time I see another artist, it's fine. It's not great. It's not better. It's just okay. Um, it did feel a little unfocused to me, and so I had trouble keeping focus. I walked away from this comic twice. Um, unfocused. What do you read? They, they so reveal read, the whole plot. What do you read? Do you read on your phone, or do you read on your tablet, or do you read on, on your phone. computer? Okay. How do you? So do you just leave your phone? Somewhere? I fucking chuck my phone when Fuck. it's not good. Enough. Damn. No, I'm okay. saying I just closed it out and started. Oh, I, see. Uh, I walked away. Okay. Uh, I, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, when you talk, especially against the other Justice League books. Um, by the way, I just I dropped Dark too. Uh, I can't do it. Um, so I assumed you dropped it when we dropped it. Nah, I took one word, two more. Uh, one word, I think. And but you know, in terms of DC books, it is I think within uh, a good like right before the top tier, like middle. It's like a good book. But like Alex said, I feel like what really makes it is that Sage Art. Mm-hmm. So once we don't have that, it just feels like another Justice League book. Uh, the concepts are great. The world building, all that I feel like is great. But that art really sells it for me. I would say I would agree with you. There are some boring parts, but it's everything to do with the actual Justice League Odyssey team. Everything with Dark Side, I was just engrossed with. Yeah, I would agree. The Dark Side half was great. Oh, God. It was so good. I still finally, like yeah. I know. We finally know what Dark Side what he wants and it's basically so apocalypse is dark side's planet and basically he wants a bigger and badder apocalypse uh one that can actually be a war world to bring havoc on other planets basically consume them which is like 
Yeah, it makes me think of Smallville, the series finale. That's what it should have been, Apocalypse, absorbing Earth, not just, oh, fuck, the planet's getting close to Earth. Um, but I thought that part was cool. They introduced the other box, not the mother box, but the other box. Um, and also very cool is, so Justice League No Justice actually has a purpose leading to this story anyways. Everything else in the other books, who cares? But um, in this one, basically the Tamarins had a defense against Darkseid getting the other box. And when the source wall was broken, Darkseid could cross through, get to Tamarin, and retrieve the other box. Because he hid it there before as, the source wall As long wall as he was had built. Blackfire. Right. Because he had to have Blackfire to open up the, the vault for him because only royal blood could open it. Obviously, Starfire was never going to help him, so he went and found her on some other I'm sure, rinky-dink ruins. I'm sure there'll be like a flashback issue of how Darkseid placed that there. Um, but I thought that was super excellent. I do love Darkseid's new look. Mm-hmm. It just looks awesome. He looks he looks more scary. Like yeah. There used to be, you know, he was the big rock soldier kind of look, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's scary because you're huge. But this actually, he seems very methodical. He seems really well thought out. Um, I can, he's like, got this that kind sleek of like, look to it. This is like his stealth suit. Kind of. Which I like. Because um, his, uh, yeah, you're right. The big blocky one, it just kind of makes him think like, I think a Mongol. It's like look, just some big, he, thick, He, look, he comes off big and dumb. Yeah. Where this one, you know, when Blackfire shoots a bolt of eye lasers at him he just holds his hand up boom, whatever i didn't come here to fight you i just came to invite you on this trip that i need you to come with here's my promise i get you tamarin i'll never come back after i get what i want and she's all for it why not um you know he's gonna backstab her yeah I'm or at sorry. least the jlo will have to show up there anyway because they're gonna go looking for what he had searched for and there's gonna be a big douche douching out big fight to duke out at well, I did read an article. The next issue is going to be about Blackfire um, because so they the story was initially going to be part two of this arc and they decided they wanted to flesh out Blackfire some more. So Dan Abnett's coming in to write that from uh, Immortal Hulk. Oh, well, that's Al Ewing. Yeah, Just was kidding. Like, was uh, like, from Aquaman. Okay. He I'm did some Aquaman that. before Kelly Sudaconic. Um, <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> um, uh, but I cut my nail a little too short, oh, and it hurts. It hurts. Oh. I, I, I knocked it on the top of that Red Bull, so it's sticking right Dude, now. you got to rip off the loose piece. You know what? Sometimes, like this right here, this pain, it's the same pain I'm, I, that these superheroes deal, deal with, so, you know, um, I'm trying to make it work. So, There's a lot of shit being said on this <laughs> show today. Bull crap. I thought everything with Azrael, Cyborg, Green Lantern, and Star... I have never seen Starfire used less in a comic than this. I mean, she's in the background, but has literally I agree with that. one speech bubble, maybe. Yeah, but she's too busy fighting everything. This is like one of the first times where they haven't over-sexualized her, which is great. She's actually a character yeah. who's who serves a purpose. She's a part of this team, and it's not just for looks. But are you sure she's serving a purpose? Like, she didn't have anything to do in this issue. Yeah, she's but, fighting. But this isn't her yeah. arc yet. I mean, but everybody else was, too. And the most gr- green... Sometimes you're fucking focused, Garrett. If you're fucking focused, you're not talking. <laughs> Jessica Cruz, the most she does in that issue is creates four motorcycles, which I don't think is Green Lantern possible to be able to create that many con- single constructs for multiple people. More importantly, use. why do they have to be able to drive them? Why can't she just grab them and tell hey, them? Right. you got to be creative with that I construct. Get, I get that. That's but the whole fucking Green Lantern thing. You think you need to make a boxing glove and you can't just have a, a, a thing of energy hit them? 
It's gonna and be a boxing glove. You gotta make it fun. I would be making. I mean, I, I get that it needs to be cool. You're, you're, you're telling me fun. you're a Green Lantern. You have the fucking ring. You don't make yourself a fucking samurai sword. You just fuck. I'd be making a dragon. That's what I mean. You be creative. <laughs> but I'm saying why like, all all of it's the same thing. It's all energy. You just how are you gonna make it a thing to? But the weird thing is that you're watching them sit there actually trying to rev it. It doesn't have any. You, Come on, they're having a little fun. You ever been on that little no, pony outside of a grocery store? Not since I was twenty five like cents. I was on it last night. No wonder it broke. <laughs> well, and then you get the cyborg diving into the mother box, which I'm just like, I, how many times have we seen that? Yeah. Just, I'm, cyborg, like, he was growing as a character in this book, and I still think he's better off than he's been in other books. Um, but, but he made for, the same stupid mistake he always makes. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm so obsessed with staying in here, or whatever, oh, and then he yeah, gets yeah. zapped, and he's like, you don't know what I just saw. We have to do this thing to prevent this. It's like, okay, we got it. <laughs> Sometimes you download the wrong shit in your head. You don't know, man. You just gotta, you gotta, he's gotta let it out. But Which it, led it, it, to the most boring cliffhanger of all time. I don't even remember it. Uh, Ravager is basically like, well, oh, yeah. Azrael doesn't believe in the same things we do, so let's kill the old gods. It's like, that's okay, stupid. Sure, you're you're an idiot. Sanctum I would have rather have been someone with dark side. Yeah. So, I give this issue a seven. I was expecting way more. The dark side bit, I give a ten. Everything else, yeah. I give seven. I give this a six. It was. I mean, it had fine moments, but it wasn't anything that really drew me in. It actually kind of turned me away from this book, and a lot of it really was the art for me. The story, it's kind of subpar. Like where we started out with this great. Uh, Pun intended. I, yeah, Odyssey. I like the beginning part of it. Yeah. And then we First, just kind of got four into issues, those five issues, things that I've four already issues, seen before. Um. Yeah. That's why I said it's kind of like right up there. It could be fantastic if it just back and focused. It feels a little unfocused, so it kind of went down a little bit. But I really do want to see this book back on track with Sage coming back. Obviously, uh, he's not a fast artist. Um. But maybe find somebody else who's like a different kind of style. I don't think I did enjoy the art in this, but also it's not. There's, there's too much stuff going on. Like when it happened in Flash and there's all that electricity, there's things that are hard to see. And it's kind of hard to enjoy when it's just blowing up in your face. I want I wanted the, the crisp lines that you're su- that, that I'm, you know, just Sajic? That I'm used to seeing well, with Sajic. Sajic also makes it look epic, so. And he does, but that's the thing that made me go, you know what, Cyborg is a really awesome character. It's kind of like Opinia, the dark right? side. Opinia yeah. for, uh, what's that book called? That I just gave a seminar journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes it look epic. If he was on this book too, it'd make it look epic. So True. that Sajic is kind of like uh, a younger Opinia kind of style. So True like, story, Marvin. Uh, I really enjoy his, and I see why now Captain America, uh, Captain America, Sergeant America, copyright, Sergeant America uh, was on Aquaman just for that art. It is fantastic. So Agreed. Um, yeah, so just like Odyssey. One of the last Just League books that we're still on. And I, I, I'll still probably be on. It's good enough that I'll say. Mm-hmm. I, I, unfortunately, I actually still get Justice League, but I've, I've made a mistake in the past. It will be dropped come April. I was going to say, get that off your list. Unless it turns out once I get caught up, it will never happen. Uh, I just it need to be done be, with it. it, won't get, it there's, won't other, be there's other places to read it that I don't need to spend the money for it. Yeah, yeah the baby's on Hoopla. Whenever those trades come up. Yeah. So you know what else we got that actually looked pretty great? Skyward number 10. That cover is spectacular. Uh, written by Joe Henderson. Art by Lee Garbet or Garbet. Or sorry if I pronounced it incorrectly. Both. So we get the the end of book two, this issue. So last time we well, had arc seen. Arc one, book two. This is all the yeah, first yeah, one arc. Whole, one whole big story, but this is the second part of that first arc. Um, Barrows is the bad guy that we had been following for the longest time. That, oh shit, what's Willa, right? Willa's mm-hmm. the girl. That Willow is like you, you bastard. Willow. No, yeah. is it Willow? 
I thought it was Willa, W-I-L-L-A. <clears throat> and she's mad at him for, you ruined my life, even though really she, he he forced her hand and her dad did, you know, kind of let Sacrifice himself go. Himself, yeah. Um, but so we've been on the run. We'll have to find out that at this uh, bug place, uh, Barrows is there. And she needs to go save Barrows because they find out that uh, they're going to go to war for the city of Chicago, right? Chicago's where we're going. Mm-hmm. We find out, is it Luke? Lucas? Luke? Yeah. Uh, this guy that's got a crush on Willa. He's like, oh, bro, your, your lady friend is pretty funny. he's going to say, bro. oh, he says, he's, bro. He's, ta- to, he's talking to Edison. Uh, yeah. He goes, hey, bro, uh, what's going on with you and your lady friend? You go, and Edison's like, well, there's there's nothing really going on. We're friends. Well, you've seemed like you guys have known each other for a long time. Uh, do you mind if I date? Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I'm going to date her. Uh, and then the kind of just, this book really blows my mind on i see your face scared and you're just like well that's that's good are you still no i'm what do you what's your thought this book just boggles my mind on where we went with this so you get this this little duking it out between luke and edison and and they're kind of throwing little blows at each other of um you know we i'm not going to bring gravity back because that's what he finds out we're going to bring gravity back and we can't do that so you have to go and guess what i have legs and you don't in essence like cheap shot <laughs> yeah he does he that was a burn i was like damn um but yeah basically barrels is saved because otherwise chicago would be defenseless and barrels no matter how evil he is he's gonna protect chicago yep. to keep up his image um I did think we've been on this bug arc way too long. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, uh, but each issue has been great. Um, but I think last issue would have probably been pretty close to enough. Would have been the right time to cut it. Yeah. Because as of right now, I this I agree. This was a long running story. No offense. Don't care about the bugs anymore. Don't care about these bug eaters. We're getting to the second second book here. And I'm, I kind of want to get back on the road. Right, I want to get back towards the main objective, which is shutting down gravity-free living. Yep. Um, to be groundward. Right. And I still feel, well, okay, we did get a little cliffhanger. It appears, speculation probably, her mother's still alive. Okay. Or somebody that cares for her deeply yep. is Someone still alive. Someone who's related to her. Not her dad, because he's dead. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe not. If the mom I'm pre- drifted I'm off. I'm pretty sure he's dead, because didn't he fly up? Yeah, but so did the mom in the beginning of the series. Yeah, I suppose right. But so, I don't think he'd go, my darling. I think this sounds like an old-timey mom going, well, Yeah, it sounds grandma. like a mom. Holy shit, it's a grandma. Get and she's got a wrapped face. Her face is wrapped up. This is like the Rat King. Looks terrible. That's why she wears the mask. I feel like it's her mom, but it's going to raise a lot of questions. And then, like, <laughs> what? Do they go to the upper atmosphere and then kind of curve off into back to land? Or what Is there a there? gravity space that pulls you back? It's, yeah, there's a lot of science left to figure out. Um. So, yeah, the characterization of Willa and Edison are really great. I mean, I do feel like they are going to end up together probably by the end. I do feel like I they have feelings for story. each other. Yeah. Um. The art looks amazing. That has not changed at all. It hasn't. I haven't seen a miss and a beat since the entire series started. Um. Yeah, that Lucas villain, very flat. I, I think once we get him out of this bug farming area, I think he'll be good. Or maybe the trials and tribulations that he's going to go through as a, a leader for this army will hopefully make him more deadly. He doesn't seem deadly. He just seems like a pompous jackass. Right. That's like, I'm going to do what I want to do when you're wrong. Yeah. And to know that Barrows is 
So Barrows and Willem kind of have a conversation. He tells her, I didn't kill your dad. You did. She goes, no, my dad sacrificed himself. But blaming you was easier than accepting the fact that he let himself pass away. Right. And so there's a nice heartwarming moment. Well, she's like, that dishonors him. Yeah. By not giving credit where credit's due. Um, Yeah. And like Barrows is very sketchy. And, like, I loved when Will just kind of threw him in the truck. And he's like, wow. And then, like, it's cut off. Like, that was cool. I like when she comes. She, so, there's these dead bugs. Like, there's a, a firefly that had gotten out. And, and Edison and Willa and Barrows are going to this autopsy area. And they slid open this bug. And they shove Barrows in and go, hey, we need to hide you. Because everyone's going to be looking for you now. And so, Willa and Barrows are both in it. Edison's there standing around. Talks to Luke. Blah, 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 blah. But I thought, what a way to stick it to him going, hey, douchebag, you're going in this <laughs> dead yeah. bug. Uh, that that was really gross. I was like, geez, that's a big I want to know how, they, how they're breathing in there. Because it, it's not like when you hide in the... Uh, well, there's that giant hole in the entrance. Yeah, but only she... I don't. I can't imagine they're both face-to-face so they can breathe. She's probably kicking them in the it's face. It's like, dude. It's got room. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for the future of, uh, future of this book. I think... The next arc will be a little more exciting because, yeah, that bug arc did take a while because the first arc was just immaculate. It was so great. Yeah. And so I was a little bummed, but I feel like maybe the addition of the mother will kind of give her, even though the whole reason for killing off the father, if you read the back pages, was to give her time to develop as her own character. Yeah. So I don't understand why but, they're going to throw mom in the 11th hour. But, but again, who, who's to know that it's actually mom? Could be yeah. it could be somebody else. Really could be dad. I, I don't think so. It does well, seem newer to be newer name more. for sure. Yeah. But um, my my only my only hope for this whole arc would have been I think it was supposed to set up that Luke is a, a a bad guy, and he is a bad guy, but he doesn't come off as a scary villain. He's he more just like an anti hero. Oh, and maybe yeah, maybe that's right. He's more he's doing what he thinks is right, and it's not necessarily the correct way. But we'll see. I like I, I'd give this an eight. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the best issue that we've read. Right. I would give it an eight as well. Uh, Garrett, what else did we get? We got Heroes in Crisis, number five, written by Tom King with art by Clay Mann. Uh, Heroes in Crisis, number five. Uh, let's see if I can remember this book. Uh, I haven't read it in a long time. Here, I'll just start right here. Here's the review. <laughs> uh, Superman speech, everybody. Great issue, fantastic speech, uh, fantastic art from Clay Mann. I think maybe his best-looking issue so far. Mm-hmm. Um and we get a little bit more information about the mystery uh, of this whole sanctuary murder, but also it brings up more questions. So Booster Gold, um, by the way, are we to believe that Booster Gold is seeing Blue Beetle and he's not actually alive, right? And it's a construct of his mind and that's why he's telling him to do things. Because there's a point when he says, do you see this? And he goes, I don't see this because if I did, you would see this. And yeah, I think that's a part of him being crazy. Yeah, like in his 100%. mind, they're on that couch hitting beers and he's going a little because he like kind of snapped right when he was in the future that alternate timeline batman and they all kill each other in front of him and he kind of snaps so blue beetle who was his friend uh who hasn't been around in a second in his head now he's around and he's kind of like it's kind of like a fight club scenario where he's the tyler and telling him to do shit uh in this uh, issue he attacks he attacks barry allen um but also booster's trying to tell him was like i don't think you understand I don't think you understand because they're looking at Wally's body. I don't think you understand blue beetle that, uh, I know a lot about these heroes. I go to the museum and also I understand RNA is kind of like their time DNA. And so you can kind of pinpoint exactly 
how old this person is to the day. In this, uh, Wally West is five days older than he's supposed to be. I know their birthdays. So, so like, good basically friend. he's saying that this Wally West is from the future five days from now. And there's no way he should be here right now. Yeah. Because uh, he explained the whole, like, you could be arrested by the time bureau for the same thing. Yeah, so the question is, where is the present day Wally? Because if that is the future Wally five days from now, then where's the current Wally if that one got murdered? Which would be a great way to keep Wally West alive. And then also, they have five days to figure that out before he tries to go back again. And uh, they can eventually, if they could stop that from him going back in five days, then maybe they can prevent this whole thing if he maybe is the one that's responsible. So I guess we'll see. There's a lot more questions that come up with that information. So um, Did you guys see that hero in the background of the Booster Gold couch and Blue Beetle couch? The background, like the window, the clock, oh, yeah. and everything it says, says heroes hero. in crisis. Yep, it's just the whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I think this issue is one of the strongest ones so far in terms of just like what the idea behind this book is. Like you said, Superman's speech really cements the idea for sanctuary. Right? These aren't. Uh, what does he say? These aren't signs of a madman. These are wounds of a warrior. Like people go for mental. Uh, to get mental help, not because they're crazy, but because they've been through a situation and they just need to recover. Well, yeah, he's like, he's like, these heroes are taking on pain for you, but to relinquish that pain, they need help. And that's why they go. They don't do it because they have a problem. They do it because they need easement. And if you uh, saw when Superman's giving that speech, there's only one point when he kind of, he said he's talking about like, he's about to be like, there's pains that they go through and he kind of stops for a second. And then Wonder Woman puts her hand on his shoulder and he continues. So even Superman, the one that they all look to, it's like this man of steel is also like, I need help too. He's basically saying like, I just can't go out there every day and fight this. Every once in a while I need to stop and like let this out and be like, hey, here's what's happening, which I thought was probably the most, uh, the best thing about this whole series so far is that vulnerability of, of Clark in that moment, especially in front of people to be like, uh, especially to tell them like we're flawed as much as you guys are. I know you look at us like these gods and that we can't do any wrong. Like we wouldn't need help. Like why are my heroes who are gods? Why are they seeking help? Because this, they really shouldn't have to, but he's saying, no, like we're the same as you. You need help. We need help. We're going through all these things to save you. And a lot of them are very dramatic, not dramatic, not dramatic, traumatic to us. And, um, we need somewhere to get away from all and get rec- and recover. And now somebody's attacked that place and we're investigating it and um, we're going to figure out what went on. I did like the part of the speech where he's like, nightmares will always endure. Like, that's kind of like, I mean, I think that line there, if anything else, was kind of like, a bit, could be a big eye opener to all the people listening. Just being like, yeah, like, we don't just get, we don't do this and go home and get back to our lives like it affects us from here on out and um so i thought the scenes with harley and batgirl were very jokey and that's fine yeah i've never realized that batgirl was super jokey like that but the funniest thing that i've ever read that i ever read this week was when uh skeets is with batgirl and then he turns around and harley quinn is about to swing the bat at skeets and skeets like oh fuck and that i died I just broke out laughing because, like, Skeets did not see it coming. Well, at the end of the issue, when, when Harley and Batgirl are on their travels to go find uh, Booster, and Harley keeps saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush his face, I'm going to break his spine, I'm going to whatever, and Batgirl keeps going, 
That's another word for kill. Massacre? Also a word for kill. <laughs> yeah. It's murder. Like, it, it, this, this issue was very, very strong. Uh, that Clark speech was spectacular. Always oh, amazes me so when good. I read a book and they can really do a, um, a well-read voice. Like, it actually seems like something Superman would have said. My only, my only weird thing for me is that when Clark tells both Bruce and Diana, uh, by the way, Lewis uh, just put this out there. It amazes me that he doesn't go. I get he's trying to show these, you know, they're vulnerable, that they are not human, but they are as close to human as they can be. They go through these hardships. They have to do all these hard things and are expected to be flawless. Well, they're not. But it amazes me that, and I realize Clark is still reported at heart, but both Bruce takes it pretty well. What do you mean she just did this? Well, I guess we're going to investigate some more. It's it. it there's really strong parts in this book, but the the Batman part kind of bugged me. He seems he He's seems very too detached. he seems too okay with what's going on. Right. Oh, I'm not going to investigate Skeets anymore. You you can do the rest, Batgirl. Um, I did like that scene with Lois and Clark too, where Clark's typing that out, that speech out, and Lois is like, "All right." you got it down, like come to bed. And he's like, okay, I'll be right there. He's like, I, I think I, it's, it's almost there. Yep. And you can just tell he's going to stay up for way more hours. What about the last going. lines of that speech gear? A sign of their love of truth, their hunger for justice and their fight for the American way. So I still take on truth, justice, the American. Way. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, go back to your point about Batman. I feel like it is intentional because they're trying to make it seem like, Batman, the way he deals with his problems is he just doesn't address them. That's what And he's he going to hide. He hides in his Batman uh, persona and really like stays in his cave and he's going to figure out this mystery. Like he basically. So this is actually Batman's fear. Buries himself in his work so he doesn't have to think about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I really do think it's accurate. It's just him being like, no, you go take care of that. He's really trying to figure out who killed these people because he'd rather have an objective and try to go towards that than be bored for a moment have to re-examine himself so right. yeah it, i mean i thought this was again one of the best issues of the series super excellent like great superman character moments clark kent character moments um i don't think a lot happened like i think it was very simple in the plot um but the it, last page actually we didn't talk about about harley talking about how joker beats her yeah um which also was kind of like oh geez like that joke was funny but yeah very terrible <laughs> he called her a moron basically and then he's then he, she's like then he started hitting me and, and she just stops talking and like looks to the side yeah. i was like oh fuck because you know when you think about it a lot of people look at their relationship and actually think that like for some reason they fan it like fantasy being like i need like my joker there will sh- wear those shirts they see him in suicide squad and that was a big thing being like oh like i like joker and harley it's not a good relationship it's toxic and I like that Tom King here's point now being like he does not treat her well. He's abusive. Uh, and every it's not even that like they hide it. He's abusive in any kind of uh, media that we've seen him towards her. Um, and, but in this one, it's a little more, more realistic being like he also is physically abusive to her, uh, not only mentally by calling her dumb to her face. And then he starts physically abusing her, too. So the man's crazy. Uh, and she's just this person who's kind of like stuck in, in love with her, mad in love with her. Um, but, uh, she can't leave him. That actually is an aspect of abusive relationships that is known. So like they, well, she thinks it's her fault. Yeah. So, um, I actually really enjoyed the, the bat girl mostly silent until you get to those last three panels and it's, so she's sitting there and she undoes her belt and she stands up and pulls up her shirt to show you where Joker shot her. So she shows, Oh, here's where he shot me in the front. Then she turns around. Did or you catch the, up on a couple issues? Yeah. Or is that, yeah, that, was that four? Issue. That's four. 
It's okay. something before this because that was not. It's this four. And, it's four and five. I read four and five back to back. Hey, well, that's still good. So that I read four to four, four and five back to back too. Uh, and this issue also, um, Commander Steel talks about the Black Lantern bringing him back. So he was dead and at peace, and then also he got brought back by Black Lantern, and now he's just stuck here in this world. Yeah. He got brought back twice. Yeah, there was another event that brought him back too. But he keeps talking about like he can never. Like I woke up this last time alive again. Don't know if I'll stick around or anything. Don't. Don't know what did it. Probably won't kicking my track record at all. No, it won't. Well, I'll take. I really do. So a guy who keeps dying and give me brought back wants to be. Doesn't dead. know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, like is. imagine That's that. Is like, he an android? Uh, uh, Commander Steel. I don't know. The re- well, the reason I ask no, is he goes. Someone used my leg and was beating people with it. Like one yeah. of them used his leg. Well, he's dying. I'll use your leg when you're dying. I'll cut cut it off. Um, what? So uh, I thought this was excellent. It was my favorite book this week. Um, I think it was the strongest issue of the strongest issue of the series. Issue five. We have twelve, right? In this no, series, nine. nine. So we're midway, <clears throat> uh, which is nice because I it really sets the tone for the rest of the book. I feel like. So I am excited to see where this goes, mystery wise, but also character wise, because that Superman part was probably one of the best. I think Tom King really gets Superman. He should write. Yeah. He should be writing Superman. Yeah, like that action comic story that mm-hmm. he wrote. It was fantastic. He really gets Superman. So after Batman, I hope that's where he goes. I just always feel like Tom King knows how to actually humanize. Clark, um, shit, Clark. Instead of always being, you know, he goes, "I'm an alien," but you guys accepted me as a person. Uh, I think that's one of the best things that yeah. Tom King can do is that he really knows how to make you remember that. Yeah, Clark may be an alien. I came from space, at least in the action comics part where he comes from yeah, space, like, uh, basically, just to be on Earth as it's being destroyed to see Mom and Pa Kent and one say more goodbye. Time. So basically, yeah, and that son, even though he's a superhero god, basically that uh, it's the strongest one. He just wants to say goodbye to his parents yep. right. before that planet blows up. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think Tom King finds those aspects which make him human, and that's what he focuses on. So I feel like that's why I read to good Clark. So I hope one day after Batman, maybe he jumps on Superman. And Sweet. then maybe, Bennis, you can go do Batman. So yeah. we'll see. But I I, I really enjoyed this book. Comics is really good. This yeah, was a 10. He'd be writing Detective and Batman. He's better at detective stuff. So yeah. Yeah, put it on that book. I'd give this a 9. I so really enjoyed it. Um, excited for the next issue. I I'd agree. Nine. Very, very strong. Looking forward to issue six. I'm hoping that this is one of those books that uh, really goes down as one of the best books to come out. And I think it gives Tom King a really good name, showing that this man can write and give you those, not even for a pun of just, he knows how to make you feel. And that's what I like about his writing. Uh, those are the comics this week. We have Heroes in Crisis number five, Justice League Odyssey number five. Uh Man Eaters, number five. No. Uh, West Coast Avengers, number seven. Correct. Captain America, number seven. Correct. And Su- uh, Sky Skyward, Word, number 10. Number 10. Uh, those comic books this week, make sure to pick them up where you pick up your comic books. That's a local comic book shop or online anytime, wherever you get them. Uh, today, by the way, there's our reviews. We're going to get into a little game. This game is called... Uh, I don't have a name. Oh, uh Basically, here's how this game works. And maybe I'll think of a name while we go through this. But there are popular songs, uh, or maybe not popular songs, but we're talking about music. Uh, that uh, every once in a while, you hear them drop a little hint towards a superhero or mention directly a superhero. And so I'm going to play a song. Uh, you will get one point if you can tell me the song title and artist. Both of them or one of them. I'll give you it if you just give me the artist. Uh, I don't know if song title. I'm not going to be that hard on that one. Uh, but the second one is what's the superhero that they mention. So 
I am going to just like play the song from the beginning. <clears throat> so we may not even get to the part where they talk about a superhero. Uh, but I'll play a little bit of it. Not too much. Just we're going to comment on it. And then uh, I don't, I don't want to play too much and uh, violate some copyright law. So here's going to be the first song here. I have a list here. And I got to just type it in to find it. Um, here is the first song in this game. Actually, let's do a little test here because... I'm not sure. I plugged it in, but let's make sure it sounds uh, well. And uh, here we'll see. Is this working out well? Let's see. All right, there we go. Hmm. You smell the rocks cooking. Oh, that is the actual thing. No, that's not it. Okay, that was me testing the okay. thing. The thing. <laughs> that was me testing it out. Here is the first Snowman. one here. Um, here we go. This sounds familiar. What is that song title and what superhero do they mention in this song? They haven't mentioned it yet, uh, but that's what I'm going to give you. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Have you heard that song before no, in your no. lifetime? You guys ever played Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Well, that's three, but it was on my Game Boy. I think this was in two. So <laughs> on your Game Boy. Yep. Well, that's not, I don't think that's not Is this when song. you were 11, the song came? What's up? Uh, you know, first off. Okay. So this song is by Goldfinger. It is called Superman. And here we go. There you go. So Superman by Goldfinger. Yep, I didn't know Goldfinger. Uh, that song Great is... Great James Bonville. ...is in um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, but not for the Game Boy, because that is one of these. I had Pro Skater 3. Here the is the number two song. We are at zero to zero. Hey, Alex. Yo. Uh, or Garrett, on your phone, you want to keep track of the points? Yeah. Uh, zero to zero, one point right for the, uh, you know what? I'm going to go back on that. I need song title and artist because song title is going to be too easy for some of these. Uh, song title and artist, but if you get close enough to the artist, I'll, I'll, I won't be so lenient. I mean, so hard on that. I'll be lenient on the artist. Okay. And then what superhero they're talking about. So, Garrett, you ready? Here's the second one. Iron Man by Black Sabbath. There you go. And Iron Man. Superhero? Okay. Iron Man. Two points for Garrett. That is Iron Man by Black Sabbath. I am Iron Man. And he is playing uh, oh, a song about Iron Man, basically. So here is the second one. Third one. Third one. Excuse me. Alex. Yes. Uh, I think here it's it's from Turtles and it was TMNT. TMNT, yeah, that's correct. But what's the so that's one MC point. Hammer. MC Hammer, yeah. he says. Uh, no, that's Vanilla Ice, and it's oh, called fuck. Ninja, Ninja Rap. I was thinking from the first movie. No, second one, baby. Uh, when the club. No. Stop. Just mm-hmm. machine. Horrible. Oh, this is great. Dude, I fucking love that song. Get out of here. Yep. What you're on this that podcast movie, and you don't good. like ninja rap? He hasn't seen the ninja, movie ninja the second one. rap. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna play another fucking song before I hit. This I guy. was one to two. F- four when that came out. You were twelve. 
19. Here we go. The fourth song. You're a baby. Pretty well. The fourth song. Hands on buttons. Get ready. Oh, by the way, uh, you've been saying your name, so go ahead and continue to do that. That's how every game works. You just said Alex and you said the thing. So, um, Superhero and the name of the song and the artist. So here we go. Number four. Okay, I know the song is Kissed by a Rose by Seal. The superhero. Hey, this this list here says he talks about one, so you couldn't. Maybe. Batman? Superman? (laughs) Batman, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in Batman Forever. Uh, The song is about how Bruce Wayne transforms into Batman. That's what it says on this list. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't look up the lyrics. Mm, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, because his mom had a rose. No. He He brings the rose. You kiss the rose when your parents die. And you throw it on the grave. You know, you got to read a little bit. I think you're thinking of Daredevil into <laughs> lyrics. So Duncan throw it intellectuals. I'm thinking of vacation like to read into Helms. lyrics, and so that's what it's about, Garrett. I know you're over here talking about stuff. I'm talking about subtleties. So, so four to one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please got shut that up. <laughs> Who has four? Yep, it's four to one. Who has four? Who I does? do. Garrett. Garrett. Does. Garrett has four. All right, here we go. The Fifth song. It's going to be stuck in my head all freaking night now. Yeah, Damn. I was like, can't hear anything else. I'm sorry. Garrett? Yes. Uh, that'd be Flash Gordon. Um. Yes. Flash Gordon. Gordon. What's the song called? Um, Flash Gordon theme song. No. <laughs> it's called Flash. Who's artist? Pink Floyd. <laughs> it's Queen. Yeah, so I think it sounded like either Queen or was it in Journey for some reason? What did you say? Journey? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, for some reason, I, I, I was the name of the band. What's up? Yeah. Uh, what's the score right now, Garrett? Uh, me five, Alex one. Five to one. That is after uh, five, mm-hmm. right? Uh, things here. So <clears> we <throat> are going to the uh, next one here. Which is... Wait for Boom. people. Um, here, I got it right here. Sometimes it takes long for me to type this in. I'm doing it with one hand. So, first off, go fuck yourself. And two. No, I'm just trying to eliminate dead air. Six. Oh, I got a live one here. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only hero I could think of would be TMNT. What the hell? Kawabunga. Are you serious? Let me do this again because I'm getting. The, he gets no points for this replay, by the way. Who? Alex. No, you both can do it. Again? Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> I mean, that's from Batman Forever. No. No? Sounds like a Joker. 
but I don't know the song. Not Cowabunga, it's Get the Funk Up. It's Get the Funk Up? It sounds like Cowabunga. There's no way you guys don't fucking know this song. No way. Alex was seven, you were 13, and I was two. Please stop it. It's Bat Dance by Prince. Was that wow. in the Batman, the, the first, first movie? movie? Oh, jeez. I, mean, I think, is that the song they're doing while they're painting the... the please, no. God. Please, God, no. No, God, please. <laughs> All right, that's bad, dance. No points for that one. I can't believe you don't know that. That's horrible. Uh, uh, here's another one right here for you. You know, I should have probably made a play this before we started. Hmm. You know, you know, hindsight's 2020, I heard. Even then, for you, not really. <laughs> it's more like twenty sixty. <laughs> What's up? Uh, here we go. If I can find it, oh, here we go. I found the artist, and here is the song. Here is the song, dude. That took a lot out of me. If you guys don't know, I was just dancing a band dance, so I'm over here to like fucking. No, they don't. No First off, I'm killing it over here. I'm, I'm over here killing it because these guys don't know shit. Um, we weren't born in the Stone Age. <laughs> so here you go. Captain America. Captain Am- Garrett. Captain America. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Who's the band and the name? Alex, Red, Chili Pe- Red Hot Chili Peppers. Incorrect. Mo is the artist. <laughs> yeah. No, never would have gotten that. What? You don't know? He's his brother's name, Curly. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Let's, the next one here. Oh my god. <laughs> Batman by Prince. There, I got it. Bat Dance by Bat Prince. Dance by you can hear Jack Nicholson's <laughs> Joker a lot better than. I thought it was Batman Forever where he makes the guy hologram fish. What? Batman Forever where he makes the guy hologram, hologram fish. Okay, here we go. Here's the next song. There's two Alex, super Garrett, There's two superheroes in this one. Right, Batman and Robin. I'll tell you what. That's the name of the song, too. I'll give you that. Cool, Just yeah. tell me the artist. No one can save the day like Batman. Robin will make you sway like Batman. Come on, Alex. You don't listen to this shit in your car? Crazy. <laughs> no. I don't know who wrote those. All right. Give it two more seconds and you'll both know. Here, I'll, I'll move forward in the song. Eminem? Shake, um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Batman around by Snoop Dogg. There you go. Wow. You never heard that song? No. You don't dance to that shit? <laughs> you guys, and what I'm learning here is I'm the fucking chill, uh, chillest and coolest out of both of And so. oldest. So I got, I got name and what the team was, or am I only getting one? No, you're only getting one point. He had to give you a hint to get to the Snoop Dogg. You didn't even get it. I even got it, Snoop Dogg. What's, what's the score? Two to six. Give him another one. No. I always get Here, fucked he got over. It. I didn't show him. He got it. 
Boom, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, next time I don't get it right, get to the end of the song and give me the right if answer. If you get it. <laughs> if you get it. Here you go. Here's the next one. Alex. Yeah. Spider-Man the Ramones. Yeah. Bullshit. See, this is how it always bull- happens. How's that bullshit? I knew now it. it's five to six, and it was six to <laughs> kicking your ass. <laughs> six to two. This game's oh, it's, it's we only have one song left. That's nine songs. It's still uh, one to two. One song more time. song left. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to play it right here. Let me guess. TMNT, the end song. I don't know the name of it, though. Turtle Power. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. <clears throat> Garrett. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's the hero. Well, I guess you, he's not really a hero, but he's in it's, he's a character. It's character. What's the band? I'll tell you what, that's the name of the song. But I just need to, an artist. Here, go to the end of the song for me. America, America, you. You, take, you know, you take some LSD, you trip out to this fucking song. Kirk Cobain. What is that? Suicide is the band. Oh. And okay, so what's the score? Seven to five. I Seven to five. Oh. Alex wins. I mean, sorry, Garrett wins. Uh, yeah, I know. It's I'm hard, just so it's used to, to say it's hard that. To fucking get I know. Out of you couldn't slant this one. You ran out of songs. Uh, there we go. Uh, actually, uh, one more song. Winner takes all. <laughs> no. One more song. Winner. No. Takes one more song. It's gonna be the end song from Team NT. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Batman dance by Prince. Batman. Oh. I want to bust that body. I think actually this is a song in the museum. Oh, it is, yeah. No, money is the the song at the very end. At the the festival. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're going to go out with bed dance in the background. We're going to put a little bed under here. Uh, oh when's the comic? 605 at gmail.com. Can you imagine? 19, what, 85? Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a fucking Batman movie. Prince does the whole fucking soundtrack. Every single song on here is Prince, by the way. Oh, really? A yeah. fucking whole Prince album. You get there, this fucking banger gets on the screen. This fucking banger. Right? <laughs> and you fucking just get up out of your seat and you're like, oh, bitch. Today you aren't putting this on YouTube. A lot of people See, get the funk up. He's saying, don't sit in your fucking seat. Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Make sure to email us at Wednesday Comics on Twitter at Garat2188 at Alex underscore Pascal. Nope, no, Alex Pascal. At Marvin underscore Sogoral. Let me know how much you love Bat Dance. I, um, the Bat Dance army is in town, baby. And luckily, it's only one person. Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. That is the Facebook He's about site. to have a stroke. He's going sl- to sleep well. At least he'll be tired. Make sure. You know, before you guys came here, I was fucking dead tired. I took this Red Bull in this show. This show always asked me up. It's a giant ass Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Make sure you share that with your friends and you like the page. Uh, help us out a lot. Uh, roots of the Swamp Thing.com. Just to finish source for all things Swamp Thing. Holland Files number three on sale now. Uh, go to hollandfollows.com. Nope, that's not a website. Roots of the Swamp Thing. <laughs> and uh, you should be able I saw he he sent a picture on his Instagram, and they're all printed out. Babies ready to fly. Uh, make sure you learn more about the average heart of the green. That's Roots of the Swamp Thing.com. And DC World Swamp on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. By the way, I'm breathing hard. Nobody can hear this because I'm dancing while we're doing this. 
We have book club here. <laughs> Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Bad Dance Volume One, uh, Criminal Volume One. That's Ed Brubaker, John Phillips, Val Staples on colors. We're going to talk about that. That's probably in April, right? Yes, April fourth. Uh, April fourth. Uh, two, three days after April Fool's Day. Just like this fool right here. <laughs> so uh, make sure you read that. You can talk about it. 605 The number to drop a voicemail. That's where you want to drop it, and we'll hear it. Here, if you want to call in tomorrow, next week, let me know how you like Bad Dance here in the background. <clears throat> All right. What is that song that he just... This one? Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Is this the one in the museum? I think so, yeah. All right, we'll go out to this, baby. This is... Now, this is not a banger. This is a bop, baby. Uh, what else we got here? And Marvin passed out. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Find us. Wednesday Comics. Be on video. show. <laughs> like I said, this probably won't be on there because I don't have rates for this. <laughs> oh, this is the fucking song, baby. What, by the way, this was, you know, I'm a, I'm a kid of the 80s. I, grew in, uh, I was born in 1986. Came out of the womb dancing, bitch. Right here. <laughs> Subscribe to the show, maybe. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify, baby. At Spotify, you can find this whole album. You can dance like me. Horribly. <laughs> I got that much room. Get out of town. <laughs> uh, well, looks like that's it. That's all the things here. It's a nice week of comics. Here's Crisis. Really good. Cat America. Really good. West Coast. Liked it. Justice League. Liked it. Mars going to pass out after this. Like, good that's stuff. more exercise I've done my whole Skyward. <laughs> don't read it. I don't know how it went. Um... Let us know what you think of your comic books, and let us know. By the way, that polar vortex that came in, let's, let me turn on this bed a little bit. That polar vortex that came in, man, it got cold here. You think Dr. Freeze, this is Batman and Robin scenario. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze? What did I say? Doctor. Doctor. Yeah, he could be a doctor, you know. Yeah, he could be a doctor. So why don't we give him the title that he fucking paid for? That's why he's fucking pissed. I'd be pissed, too. That's probably just insulted Go get him. your PhD, all the spend all that money, and then they call you Mr. Freeze? First off, it's doctor. Change your tone with that. And second of all, freeze. And it's spelled differently. <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah. What's his last name? It's still freeze, but it's not freeze as the it's way they Fry. spell it. It's, it's like Victor Fries. So it's Dr. Fries, Mr. Freeze. But all I'm saying is, did he choose that? Did he drop the doctor? Or are you dropping it? You don't put respect in his voice. No, I think Batman did. Hey, Mr. Freeze. So Batman doesn't put the respect in his voice, and that's why Dr. Freeze has to slap his ass around. Cool. All I'm saying Ice is, cold. he's not unjustified. Not only is he trying to bring his wife back what to life, the, dinosaurs? the man is the not respecting age. titles. The Batman is not respecting Let's titles. Let's some ice. Why does he call him Batman? Bat boy, I would call him. Fuck you. I'm a doctor. Day two in the morning, call me. Day two and call me. I'll keep you guys. and call me in the morning. Oh, here we go, guys. in the morning. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Don't call it a tumor. We're going to do a little... Uh, a little uh, Show here for you on the way out. We got Mr. Freeze over here. We got Joke over here. And we got Robocop over here. Better alive. You're coming with me. <laughs> Fuck. Take two and get to the job. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see it. It's hard to do. It's like I would be like, bats. Like, yeah, it's not bad. It's bad. It's bad. Bats. The- no, I can't do it. Until next week. Your move, creep. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. I don't know why I was Batman. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages.